Welcome to day 88 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Joshua chapter 22 to 24, with a focus on Joshua chapter 22, verses 32 to 34. Then Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest and the chiefs, returned from the people of Reuben and the people of Gad in the land of Gilead to the land of Canaan, to the people of Israel, and brought back word to them. And the report was good in the eyes of the people of Israel. And the people of Israel blessed God and spoke no more of making war against them to destroy the land where the people of Reuben and the people of Gad were settled. The people of Reuben and the people of Gad called the altar witness, for, they said, it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. We're nearing the end of Joshua. In fact, this is our last day in Joshua, and tomorrow we'll be moving on to Judges. And this was a very interesting verse. Now, today's reading, jam-packed full of verses that stood out. But this is one that I thought had some relevance to us. The context of this verse is the people of Israel saw that the tribes of Reuben and Gad that were settled on the other side of the Jordan had built an imposing, a massive altar to the Lord. And their fear was that this altar was going to be used as sacrifices to God, which would be in direct violation to the laws that God had given them in Leviticus and that had been reminded to them in Deuteronomy, which is it's only at the altar uh, that God had given them, and it was only through the Levites and the priests who could make those sacrifices on their behalf, right? And so they were afraid that God's wrath would be incurred upon the whole nation because what looked like insurgents. And so they march out to war against their own people who had just crossed the Jordan and helped them drive out some of the Canaanite people so that they could inherit their land because uh, the tribes of Reuben and Gad had asked to settle in different pastures that were better for their flocks and whatnot. And what ends up happening is they go, whoa, 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 we did not build this altar in defiance to God or so that we could circumvent the Levitical laws about sacrifice. We built this so that one day when your children grow up, they see this altar and they go, oh, Reuben and Gad are part of the nation of Israel. They're part of God's people. We built this so that you wouldn't forget that while we are on the other side of the Jordan River, we are still the people of God. We're not going to offer sacrifices, but we want this to be a binding reminder that we are joined to you. We're not cut off from the Lord. And when that had been communicated, it actually, the people of Israel were overjoyed because it was the complete opposite of what they thought. It wasn't in defiance to God or trying to manipulate things his way, or I should say their way. It was a testament that they wanted to serve God faithfully and be part of the people of Israel. It was, it was actually a binding thing. Hey, let this serve as a reminder that we are one. We are all the people of God. And this is what can happen in our hearts and in our lives when we see something and rather than ask a question, we make an assumption. This is something that plagues families, friendships, churches, businesses. This is the issue we have is we look at a thing and we assume the intention 
and we assume the motive before we ask the question, because Israel marched out to make war against their own brothers and sisters. Now, they did ask the question, but remember, you come for war, you've already kind of assumed an answer in your mind, ready to fight right then and there. Now, let's unpack why we do that and why Israel was doing this. They were reminded of what had happened at Jericho when one person had taken what was devoted for the Lord and how it had brought ruin upon their next conquest and how when it was discovered, not just that man, but his family and all that he owned was destroyed with him. And they're thinking to themselves, God takes community seriously and he takes covenant seriously. And since we're both people of God, what you do will come back on us. They, they were reacting out of past trauma. And when we make assumptions and when we assume we know what people are doing and the motives behind them, if we really look at it, it, it often comes from a place where we've been hurt in the past and so we're trying to be proactive to stop maybe bad things from happening again. The moral of this story and what's really great for us is we see that all you need is a little bit of communication, clarity. And in fact, the people of Israel went back and they told everyone else that didn't march out with them. And everyone thought, oh, that's a really good thing that they did to remind us about the unity that should exist amongst us. And yet, it almost resulted in the exact opposite of what its intention was, which is the importance of clarification, communication, and giving grace. Giving grace to one another. Listen, you see something that, whoa, raises alarm bells? Ask the question before you make the assumption of what's happening and what we'll achieve by that is a greater understanding of one another if we come with the desire to understand rather than the desire to correct sometimes what happens is is they actually open the door and if they do need to be corrected they actually invite us in for that rather than us kick down the door and sometimes it's us who get corrected when we go oh i had the misunderstanding and that's also a good thing because it just means growth and growth all around for everybody May you be encouraged by the word and built up in the spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.